It's 843, almost 844, 25 degrees outside the Apple Tree Automotive Superstore Studios. We turn now to Mr. Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast at thepetecallendershow.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, good morning, Mark. I am doing well. Can you hear me okay? I'm, I'm not sure. I can. Okay, because yesterday the Windows <laughs> operating system update completely yes. blew out all the microphone ports on my uh, board. So um, I'm, I think oh, I might have to fire my IT and engineering departments. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even realize that you had that. Uh, that's that's a pretty big operation you're running over there now. Yeah, you know, Pete and Pete. I think they just they don't seem to know what they're doing on a lot of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw a couple of people had a little issue with that uh, Windows update. It was yeah. awfully nice of them to do that. Um, so I just saw a really interesting uh, tweet. I just wanted to pass along to you, Bill Crystal. I don't know if you, I know how uh. much of a, um, yeah, exactly. Um, he says that Nira Tandon is the right person for the job for director. Was it OMB? Yeah. Office of uh, Budget Management, OBM, OMB, something like that. Yeah, OMB. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she seems to have a little bit of a dicey track record. Yeah, she's uh, she's like an awful person. So yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's exactly how I would put that. So I saw one uh, hypothesis on this is that uh, she is, so every administration expects one of their cabinet uh, nominees to get tanked, and so she is it. Like that's the idea. Uh-huh. Is like she's the sacrificial nominee. Right. I, I don't know okay. if there's any truth to that. I've just seen that as uh, as one theory that's been floated because. As I mentioned, she's just a terrible person, so I, I don't know <laughs> why you would person. put her in place. She, I mean, she's been one of the leading peddlers of the Russia hacked our election machines and changed all the votes to elect Donald Trump conspiracies. Right, right. right. Uh, so I don't know how you um, h- how you make that kind of an argument and then turn around and say, shut up, Trump. Uh, you know, don't you dare question the integrity of our elections. Also, yeah. she hacked off a lot of Bernie supporters and Bernie Sanders himself, like, condemned her a couple years ago so um she so so running her as omb uh director would put her uh uh, nomination through the committee that he serves as like the ranking member so uh, other people looking at this is like a slap in the face to bernie sanders by team biden Mm -hmm. ah the drama never ends Mm -hmm. Speaking of drama, uh, there was a Cooper press conference yesterday. They're fairly non-dramatic for the most part because, well, they're the, probably the most staged uh, press conferences I think <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, what do you uh, what did you take from it yesterday? So uh, it, it, interesting, you know, they're the administration always puts out these briefings. They're down to now one a week where the governor makes an appearance. And then usually the secretary of health and human services, Mandy Cohen will, uh, she'll do one solo, uh, you know, Thursday or Friday or something every now and again, he'll do two, but generally he's now kind of down to one a week, but, um, yeah, they, and they use these, these briefings as opportunities, if you will, to push a particular story out into the uh, to the public through the media. And you can see it. And I'm not saying there's anything nefarious, you know, necessarily about that. Uh, but their uh, their story that they wanted to run in the news cycle today is about the doses of the vaccine. There's going to be like 85,000 doses that come to North Carolina. These are from the feds. Uh, well, from Pfizer, then through the feds. Uh, and that's 85,000 doses, which you got to cut that in half because the vaccinations, you require two shots uh, three right. weeks apart, so it's it's actually half that. So it's like forty 
42,000, 43,000 uh, immunizations. And then they have a, a prioritization list that they're just relying on the CDC's list um, on who gets the uh, the vaccines first. This came from the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, or as I like to call it, the ASIP. Anyway, they uh, they offered up the the recommendations. You know, here are the uh, they got ethical principles that they're applying, and they say, you know, these are the groups. First off, healthcare personnel. Second group, workers in essential and critical industries, uh, and then people at high risk for severe COVID nineteen illness due to underlying medical conditions. Which that would be a self reporting thing. You don't need a doctor's note. So I guess you would just say, hey, I got a couple more comorbidities, so give me the vaccine. Uh, and then the fourth group, fourth tier, is people six. 65 years and older. And then, of course, you know, the, the point here is that they don't have enough vaccines, even though they're going to be getting shipments every week. Um, they're saying it's going to take a long time to, you know, vaccinate, you know, the population. There's 10 and a half million North Carolinians. So it's going to take a while. Um, and so everybody has to keep doing all the three W's during the entire vaccination period as well. So just because the vaccines are arriving doesn't mean we can stop wearing our masks uh, out everywhere. Um, and then there was really, uh, there was a weird moment where the Health and Human Services Secretary says that there was like 1,500 people died from the flu in the past 10 years, but 5,000 have died from COVID in just 11 months. And that struck a lot of people as odd. And when you go to the CDC website, you find out actually no. Like last year alone, there were more than 2,000 uh, flu deaths. So we're not really sure where she got that number from. But it did prompt me to go look at the other death rates and, and fatality numbers. And, and 5,000 is basically the same number as chronic lower respiratory disease. And which puts it at like fourth or fifth leading cause of death in North Carolina. Number one is cancer at almost 20,000 deaths every year. Heart disease, 20,000. Accidents, 6,000. So that's that's some perspective of the, the, the lethality here. And it seems to me that I would say, you know, 99.8% of the people that were watching that probably did not even think to go and check those numbers. They just probably swallowed those numbers and said, oh, yeah, that's well, it's got to be correct because it came from the Secretary of Health mm -hmm. and Human Service. Right. As long as it doesn't come from Trump, we, we believe it automatically, right? I think that's the standard nowadays, right? If Trump says it, got a fact check in real time. In fact, don't even carry his press conferences. But if Mandy Cohen says it, and she does it in a much nicer tone, I guess, and I, I don't mm -hmm. know, then then it's it must be, you know, swallowed and regurgitated, uh, which is basically mm -hmm. what was done yesterday with those figures. You know, I saw media retweeting and uh, pushing out this, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, 1500 people died from the flu in the past 10 years. And that's just it's empirically false. Now, I don't know if she misspoke. Right. I, I don't know how she came up with that number. She didn't explain it. Nobody asked her any questions about it. So uh, yeah. I, I'm just doing the fact checking that the fact checkers can't be bothered to do, I guess. Imagine that like, it's hard to believe no one asked a question about that, Pete. I mean, is it, though? Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you. The PeteCalendarShow.com. That's where you want to go. You can get signed up for the podcast there. You go to find it on all of the major platforms and the minor platforms as well. Uh, plus, there's great merchandise. Uh, he also has a Patreon account. You'll want to check that out. And, uh, Pete, we always appreciate it, man. Uh, Do you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way? Why is you seem very interested to know where I spent my Thanksgiving? <laughs> What's with all I the was, questions? Uh, what I'm done answering questions on this topic. <laughs>
exactly. Exactly. He held a turkey funeral. It was not a Thanksgiving dinner. It was a turkey funeral. It was a memorial. That's right. It was a memorial service. (laughs) Pete, we appreciate it, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. You too, brother. Thank you. Thanks, man. 8.52. Let's get a uh, check on weather and traffic. We're at 25 degrees.